I talk to a lot of people and they don't even realize like how fast the time goes by. They only plan to be here two years, but now they're on their sixth year. You know, I have I see a lot of people with that kind of situation. When you reach the three-year mark, you kind of know whether you want to leave or stay. I'm four years now, and so that means I I'm not sick of it yet. Expatriate, foreigner, Y Goren, Law Y. These are all words for similar things, but what the heck does it all mean? On this podcast, we are looking for understanding, looking for complication, looking for stories. We are looking for Lawai. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Looking for Lawai. Our producer, Avril, is joining us to introduce today's topic. Hi, everybody. This week, we explore the evolution of a Lawai. How the expat experience changes depending on how long you've been here. This is personal for me because when I was applying to jobs in China, I really only wanted to stay for a little while. I never thought I would be here for over two years. A lot of expats come to China with a certain timeline in mind, but they don't necessarily stick with it. Exactly. I know a decent number of people who came here for a year or two of adventure, and now they ended up really creating a life for themselves. I also plan to just come here for one year. But now, nearly three and a half years later, here I am. So today, we're asking, how does that happen? How does being a Laoai change as you spend more time here, and how do you decide how long to stay? Thanks for that introduction, Avril. No problem. Where do we begin? Well, we wanted to start with people who are just fresh off the boat. The first few days and weeks here can be really intense. You're usually finding an apartment, starting a totally new job, and getting over jet lag. Not to mention getting used to China and all it has to offer. It's a lot to take in all at once. Our producer Ali talked to a bunch of different people who just got to China. We found most of them at an event called Shanghai One Two Three. It's run by the organization I currently work for, Community Center Shanghai. This program gives newbies the lowdown on what they need to know as expats. Phase one, fresh off the boat. Could you tell me your name? I'm Timothy Blumberg. My name is Nuna. I'm Vina Heronimo. Sebastian Lillo. Can you tell me what brought you to Shanghai? The promise of a developing marketplace. It's it's a sexy dream. I really like Asian culture. Um, that's my real motivation. Adventure. Adventure. Independence. Mm-hmm. Trying out something new. I work for a multinational training consulting firm. It lets me travel a lot. So whenever there's a new opportunity, I'm happy to take it on board. Why? I'm, I'm kind of like a sheep to new experiences. And everybody is really helpful. So that's been lovely, and I've just been pottering around. Work hasn't started yet, so kind of I'm still in holiday mode. I've been on the honeymoon stage, and I think I'm on the crisis stage right now. Already? <laughs> I think yeah, that fast. It's it's I I find Shanghai life really convenient coming from a developing country, but um, leaving leaving my home is really a challenge. So it's a it's a challenge every day. Do you feel like you've built a community yet? No, I spent the first few weeks pretty isolated from the outside world. I have no community. It's been eleven days, and I've been trying to mingle with international groups, but also local people because.、Uh, You know, I'm the only foreigner in in team right now. And any time I show an appreciation, and understanding for local culture, I get you know ten times the amount of gratitude or recognition as before. So do you know the term Lawa? No what? No, I don't. 
Your first few weeks and months are often about finding your bearings. You want to find a solid community here. Even though cities in China are huge and easy to get lost in, the circle foreigners run in are actually pretty small, so you bump into people more often than you would expect. But it can still be really difficult or intimidating to break into those circles when you don't know anyone. I found it interesting that everyone we talked to actually came here alone. A lot of my coworkers came to China because their spouse got a job. Most of them were excited, but I also know some people who were more apprehensive. I think a lot of people have mixed feelings when they first get here. Like what Vina was saying, even the people who are most excited about coming to China can have a hard time adjusting to the crowds or people spitting in the street. A very common complaint from people we interview. Not to mention all the normal adjustment and homesickness issues. So if you weren't the most enthusiastic in the first place, it can be difficult. Excited or not, there is a steep learning curve in your first few months here. I'd say most people have to adjust their expectations of what life will be like. Right. So Tony, who did we talk to next? I sat down with Connor, who's living in Uxi, a city around 45 minutes from Shanghai. He's going to tell us what it's like in the next phase of being a Lawai, one year in. Phase two, freshman year. Uh, my name's Connor Bridge. I'm an English teacher here uh-huh. in China. I've been here almost one year, and I really like it here. It's been a, a, a good time <laughs> so far. There's been nice. a lot of interesting... You know, ups and downs. Um, having been a lot of places, I know that I enjoy them more. What really makes something worth it is the people. I'm not going to feel like I got what I wanted out of this experience until I can get to know them a little more. How do you think you'll know when you've gotten there? When it breaks my heart to think of leaving, I guess. Right now, if I left, I would feel like I woke up from a dream that I don't really remember. Because... A lot of the time, things I fill my time with are things I could do anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, here we are right now in a Western restaurant. Mm-hmm. I've been here a lot because I yeah. like Western food. But I'd like to learn to actually make Chinese food. I just want to take as much as I can from this place. And I haven't really yet. Ah, uh, being here for only one year, you're still so unattached. It can really take a full year just to settle. A lot of times people get here and find out their job wasn't exactly what they were told. And there can be issues with anything from banking to visas, so you have to improvise. On the other hand, some people are just ready to move on to the next place. Sometimes that next place is in China. Both of us spent a year in a different city before moving to Shanghai. I lived in Shenzhen, and Tony lived in Wuxi. Unlike us, it sounds like Connor is committed to staying put, at least for now. Also, after one year, there's the realization that a year isn't enough time to do China particularly when it comes to learning the language and building strong connections. A lot of people stay because they feel like they haven't accomplished or experienced everything they want to. The one-year mark tends to be the first big cliff for people leaving. Either they've found their groove and want to do more, or they're ready to move on. Those who stay usually make it to our next stage of Lawai, the people who have been around for a few years and have come to see China as home, at least for now. Here's Allie again, talking with a former coworker about how she views Shanghai now, three years in. Phase three, not my first rodeo. So my name is Peidi. I've been in Shanghai four years now. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun actually. So long-term plans, I really enjoy the city. It's constantly changing and so I'm never bored, but I will say 
it depends on what point in your life you are at. So right now I'm single. I don't plan to get married anytime soon. So it's a perfect place to learn more about myself and develop myself fully. But Shanghai is so not the place to settle down. It's such a transient city. Everybody's here and then they leave. I've had so many farewells. Um, I've known people for like three months and then they're gone because they had to go back. Worse still, I've known people for three years and they have to leave. Well, it's a hard place to settle down and have roots, especially also in terms of the environment. It's a big city, not much access to nature. If that's what you're looking for to settle down, have a family, that suburban life is not really the place. Me, um, I'm single. I'm happy where I am. If I'm looking to settle down, I'd probably be leave. But as of the moment, I'm just like, yeah, bring it on. I talk to a lot of people, and they don't even realize like how fast the time goes by. A lot of the people I meet, they say they only want to be here for six months, and then suddenly they're here three years, four years. They only plan to be here two years, but now they're on their sixth year. You know, I have I see a lot of people with that kind of situation. I think there's like a three-year mark in Shanghai. When you Reach the three-year mark, you kind of know whether you want to leave or stay. Three years is enough time for you to really get a feel for a place. It's not too short, it's not too long. I'm past the three-year mark. I'm four years now, and so that means I, I'm not sick of it yet. Something Paidy brings up that I hear a lot is that living in China as an expat, you are aware that most people, probably even a lot of your friends, will leave eventually. And this feeling of never quite being settled, always saying just one more year. It can either make life as an expat debilitatingly unstable or really exciting. I think that's part of not realizing how fast time goes by, at least in Shanghai. With so many people and things, you can stay really busy and still have more you want to do. But Paty is aware that Shanghai lacks what she'll want someday. It's a good place given where she is now, but she doesn't see herself here forever. I feel that way too. I'm happy here, but I don't see myself here forever. No, me neither. So we're pretty much in the same boat. Let's talk with some expats who have been here longer than we have. We spoke with someone worried about what she'd be missing if she left China, which brings us to the next stage in our Lawai evolution. Five years in. Phase four: the five-year hump. So my name is Tina. I'm from Holland, and I've lived in China for four and a half years. Uh-huh. I think the first year I didn't know things. I didn't、yeah. know people. I didn't have connections. But now I found lots of opportunities, you know, for a better job, better apartment. My boyfriend is living here with me. I basically made him come to China to be with me. I'm having a steady life in China, and we are going to spend at least another two years here, which means it's going to be seven years for me. And I don't know, maybe another year. So I realized that okay, I do live in China because normally foreigners, you know, they come and go、yeah. year, half a year, maybe year and a half.、Mm-hmm. At the same time, I know a lot of people who got married here、mm-hmm. and have families. I feel like I sort of have roots here already. Right, you know? right. I feel a little bit Chinese. I think I have adjusted really, really well. So it, it feels like home. It、yeah. feels weird when I go back home, home. I still feel like a foreigner amongst Chinese people. But the thing is that being here in China, that was my first job. When you start making money, especially when you can 
afford to help your family mm -hmm. you feel so independent and free you know because you can do things that you couldn't do before and I know that China gives me this opportunity and I really appreciate that I have more options here than back home that's one of the reasons I'm staying here as well when I start thinking if I try to go back what would I do how would I find a job? How right, would I work right. with my people, not with Chinese people? I, because I know, you know, the way Chinese people think, they react in the working environment and stuff. And I know how to deal with them. I know how to behave, what to say, what not to say. And back home, I'm just like, wow, would I be able to do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tina shares a lot of the same views of China as Patey. How transient it is, how people come and go a lot. But she's started to realize her whole life is here. After spending so much time in one place, you start to feel at home, and it can be daunting to think about going back. I think that's true for a lot of expats, not just the ones who've lived here for a long time. Even just looking at the small things like how I use my phone, I rely on WeChat for almost everything here, using Facebook again is going to suck. No offense, Facebook. True. I think the worry of adjusting to life back home grows the longer you've been here. There seems to be another cliff around this time of people leaving. These expats feel at least some version of the connection that Connor was hoping for, but also see that if they don't want to be here forever, they probably need to leave and start putting down roots back in their home country. And now we reach the last stage of our Lawai evolution, the people who decide to stay and build something for themselves for years and years. Tony and I talked with Tess, who's the founder of the company I work for, Team Education. Phase 5. China for Life. I'm Tess Robinson. I have been here for over 12 years. So we originally came for a year. That was the promise. The children were little. They were four and six and eight. And I thought if there's any time we can pull them out of school, this would be a good time. I almost feel like it wasn't a conscious decision to stay. I mean, it sort of just happened. Um, at the end of the first year, things were going really well. I loved the school that the kids were in. I had made a really great group of friends and actually had a lot more fun on a daily basis here than I was having in New Jersey and I thought there's no real reason to go back right now so I was really open to it. I started the company in 2011 so at that point we were still pretty small. We had um, great momentum and I felt like I was doing something that really mattered. It definitely played a role in the decision to stay. So I would say if I hadn't started the company I would have probably been more likely to go home. How many going away parties approximately have you been to? <laughs> oh my gosh, I've been to over a hundred going away parties. Do you have any one particular party that stands out in your mind? Uh... There's a couple of them, but I think one of my favorite goodbye parties, we rented the pirate boat. We were supposed to be out there for two hours, but actually we talked the boat captain into staying out all night and literally we sailed up and down the Huangpu all night long. I mean, people literally just danced and sang and talked all night. We stayed up until seven o'clock in the morning. We started at seven o'clock at night. It was really fun. Wow. It used to be like people were really, you had to be adventurous. And when we first came, like people were on hazard pay to be in China. And now, you know, the rest of the world's caught on that it's a really fabulous place. So, um, people who are less adventurous, less willing to stay up until dawn, have moved in. And so the parties have changed as a result of the people changing. I have never lived anywhere as long since I've been a little kid. 
as I've lived in China. This is definitely the last place that I ever would have considered to be a real home, like a place that I could feel comfortable. But I dare say that in a lot of ways, it feels more like home to me than any place in the United States. In the end, it's not just you that evolves, but the city around you and the people around you are also changing. It's exhilarating to be part of that. I find it interesting how places like Shanghai can also become home, even though there's not a lot of stability around here. Yeah, and I really enjoyed talking to Tess, because she shows how the length of time you've been here really affects how you see China and your experience. The longer you stay, the more change you see, both in China and in yourself. You know a change I would like to see? What's that? I want to bring back the pirate boat party. That would be pretty great. Hannah, will you throw one for me? Of course I will. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Do you have any stories to tell? Suggestions for future episodes? Email us at lookingforlawai at gmail.com. You can also stay up to date with all the latest episodes by following us on Facebook or signing up for our newsletter on our webpage, www.lookingforlawai.com. See you next time. Party Three a.m. in a party <laughs> Okay, how do you stop this? <laughs>